This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, December 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Crews not budging. Co-ops now okay with tax bill. Salt and pass-throughs. States to get SNAP flexibility. And biodiesel win. Texas Senator Ted Cruz doesn't appear to be anywhere close to ending his hold on a key nominee of President Trump at the USDA. Cruz, who has a hold on the nomination of Iowa Agriculture Secretary Bill Northey to be Undersecretary for Farm Programs, tells AgriPulse he won't back down until the administration addresses the refining industry's concerns about the market for biofuel credits, known as RENs. Plenty of Solutions Cruz has a meeting at the White House tomorrow with President Trump and top cabinet officials to discuss the issue. Asked when he would lift his hold on Northey, Cruz said, when we solve the REN problem. Cruz says there are plenty of policy solutions that expand sales for corn farmers, but similarly protect the jobs of blue-collar union workers. It's a reference to refinery workers. Cruz imposed his hold on Northey after the White House agreed to a demand from Iowa lawmakers not to shift REN compliance requirements from refiners to ethanol blenders. Cruz didn't provide any specifics on policy options he would consider. Here's why it matters. The Senate and House Agriculture Committees will need input from Northey and USDA as they begin writing the new farm bill next year. Farm credit nominee approved. The Senate has confirmed Iowa farmer Glenn Smith to serve on the Farm Credit Administration's board. He was approved on a voice vote yesterday. Co-op shift on Senate tax bill. One of the thorniest ag issues in the GOP tax reform effort appears to be resolved. The National Council of Farmer Cooperatives has been lobbying relentlessly to get an offset for the Section 199 deduction that both the House and Senate bills would repeal. The Senate included a last-minute provision that would make farm co-ops eligible for a new 23% deduction that is earmarked for partnerships and other pass-through businesses. NCFC initially said the 23% deduction didn't go far enough. But after further analysis and discussion, the NCFC said yesterday that with some technical clarification, the provision should be sufficient. SALT passed through provisions on the table. House Ways and Means Chairman Kevin Brady says House negotiators are considering changes to address the loss of deduction for state and local income taxes, known as SALT. Both bills would repeal the deduction for income taxes and limit the deduction of property taxes to $10,000 a year. However, farmers would still be allowed to expense property taxes on Schedule F. One option being considered is allowing both income and property taxes under the $10,000 limit. Here's why that matters. The income tax deduction could be a significant issue for farmers in California and other high-tax states in the Midwest and the Northeast. Senate bills strengths on pass-throughs. The negotiators also will have to settle sharp differences between the bills on pass-through income. The Senate bill's 23% deduction appears to have ensured that the Senate's bill would be better for farms than the House bill at all but the lowest income levels. Brady says the bills have clearly different approaches and that negotiators were looking at how we can improve both structures, but he acknowledged that there are strengths in the Senate version. 
Representative Christy Nome, a Republican of South Dakota, will be a key member of the conference committee for agriculture. During an interview off the House floor yesterday, she told AgriPulse that she was already hearing from literally hundreds of colleagues and outside groups about issues they want addressed in the negotiations. For a detailed analysis and comparison of the two tax bills, be sure to read this week's AgriPulse newsletter hitting inboxes today. Purdue looks to toughen SNAP work rules. USDA is going to give states more flexibility to try new methods for moving food stamp recipients into jobs. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue says in coming weeks, USDA will announce new flexibilities for states to manage the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. The administrator of the Food and Nutrition Service, Brandon Lips, outlined the administration's goals in a letter to state agency officials. He said in part, quote, We must facilitate the transition for individuals and families to become independent, specifically by partnering with key stakeholders and the workforce development community and holding our recipients accountable for personal responsibility. Now keep in mind, Purdue's announcement comes as Congress is preparing to write a new farm bill that could tighten SNAP work rules. House Republicans also plan to produce a welfare reform bill next year. Studies link food security and stability. Hunger and government instability go hand in hand. That's the finding of a report by the UN World Food Program that reviewed some 50 peer-reviewed studies on the issue. Some 95% of the 50 studies established an empirical link between food security and instability, and most of the studies were produced in the last five years. About 80% of the countries that were severely food insecure in 2016 were also classified as fragile or extremely fragile. U.S. to impose duties on biodiesel imports. The U.S. International Trade Commission has ruled that Argentine and Indonesian subsidies for their domestic biodiesel industries are harming U.S. producers by spurring shipments of cheap fuel to the U.S., The ruling paves the way for the Commerce Department to begin issuing countervailing duties on imports of the two countries. Commerce issued a final determination last month that the Argentine and Indonesian subsidies break international rules. Hog producer faces cleanup. A federal judge has ordered industrial hog producer Murphy Brown to comply with a consent decree requiring the company to clean up groundwater contamination at 11 of its facilities in eastern North Carolina. The 2006 agreement with the Environmental Group's Waterkeeper Alliance and Sound Rivers requires the company, a subsidiary of Smithfield Foods, to allow an independent groundwater expert to conduct the inspections necessary to develop technically sound corrective action plans for pollution at the facilities. That according to the Southern Environmental Law Center, which is representing the groups. Here's today's She Said It. The vast majority of producers are in a much better position with our tax bill if it's signed into law. That representative, Christy Nome, a South Dakota Republican, who will be a member of the House Senate Conference Committee that will work out the final version of the GOP legislation. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, December 6th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.